Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everyone, and tonight live from Bourbon Street, it's the Fourth and Inches show with Jana and the Sherpa. Jana, welcome to the show. I should say I should welcome myself back because you were here last week and I wasn't. So, how are you? Yeah, I'm good. Uh, just you know, busy week of drafting. What about you? Yeah, you were you were invited to take part in a in a really cool week last night. You want to tell us about that? Um, it's a Battle of the Sexes League where it's six girls versus six guys. And uh, actually, our co-host from last week, Ginny, won it last year. So we're going to see if I can take her down this year. Although she's got a lot of confidence going. So we'll see how that goes. Confidence can only take you so far as Matt Leiner figured out. So. <laughs> yes, yes. But, oh, um, that's so, cool. Uh, we've got a, a big show tonight. But first, really quick, let me you know, do a little housekeeping stuff. We're sure. going to be here with you for an hour till 10.30 tonight, and we're here every week from 9.30 to 10.30 Eastern. Uh, we'll be here all season, so keep coming back. Ask us any questions, any fantasy advice you need, let us know. You can get a hold of us all throughout the week and during the show right now on email at the number 4, THN, into show at gmail.com. You can also see us on Twitter at the number 4, THN Inches Show. Uh, it's the same handle, just on Twitter. Again, that's the number 4, THN Inches Show. And you can tweet us during the show. Uh, we respond there. I keep track of the phones, the email, Twitter. Uh, you can also call us if you want to talk to us right away at 347-677-1608. That's 347-677. 677-1608. So if you have any questions during the show, give us a call. Um, also, we have two fantasy football leagues going this year for our listeners. We had our first draft on Monday night, which went really, really well. I think we have a lot of really uh, fantasy-savvy people in our league, so it'll be interesting. Obviously, I'm going to win, so everybody's just fighting for second place. <laughs> hey, remember uh, Matt Liner with confidence, too. <laughs> Yeah, but remember, I said Derek Anderson was going to start over him, so clearly I'm superior in that argument. <laughs> um, but we have a second league that's drafting tomorrow night. There's still uh, three spots open, so if you're interested in playing, uh, send me an email, tweet us, uh, don't send Carrier Pigeon, I have cats, but otherwise, any means of communication is fair game. Um, let us know if you're interested, and we'll get you the sign-up information. The draft is tomorrow night at 9.15 Eastern, so hopefully you can make it. And um, also, for all your last-minute draft needs or if you need advice on who to start, who to sit for week one, or any week, really, you can go to fantasyfootballsherpa.com. There's up-to-date player projections for your last-minute draft, recommendations for each week, and there's also a blog where I sometimes debate Scott, and sometimes he just blogs on his own. So there's a lot of cool stuff over there, so you should check that out too. Scott, Sounds what good. We maybe, we can in, maybe we can invest, um, invite Matt Liner to take part in our listener league tomorrow night since he's probably not doing anything. <laughs> he, he might have practice. You never know. Well, he's third string now. They demoted him today already, so that doesn't look good. Third stringers still need to practice too. That's true. They have to practice carrying a clipboard. That's tough work. Somebody's got to do it, though. practice more than anybody else. 
why don't you tell the listeners what we have in store tonight? Sure, I'll be happy to do that. Tonight we're going to go through each game of the upcoming week, and we're just going to describe and we'll have a general conversation about each game and tell you guys who we like, who we dislike, and who we're ambivalent about. And we've also broken it up just because I'm lazy, so we broke it up so that Jana's going to handle all the visiting teams and I'm going to handle all the home teams, and then we'll have a chance to ask each other questions or if you guys want to tweet us a question or call in, uh, we'll have time for that too. So shall we get to it? Yeah, let's do it. All right, first game up tomorrow night, the season opener, Minnesota at New Orleans. What do you think? Um, well, I think this is going to be one of the better games of the week, and I think it's an awesome way to start off the season. But I have a few reservations about Minnesota, and I think everybody should have reservations about them, especially for week one. Uh, I wouldn't start their defense first off against New Orleans. It's too potent of an offense for me. Um, I, obviously, you want to start Adrian Peterson at running back. You want to start Percy Harvin at wide receiver. Um, I would wait a week to start Favre just because I I would like to see what he's going to give me first. Um, but that's really a personal preference. If he's your best quarterback, you start him. If you start two quarterbacks, you start him. Um, and <clears throat> I wouldn't start their defense, but I would start kicker Ryan Longwell. I just it, – it's – it's going to be a tight game. It either, it's either going to be really high scoring or it's going to be a real, like, 10 to 13 game. It's, there's no real middle ground for me, so it's kind of hard to start a defense there. Yeah, that's, that's – I guess I'm not as optimistic about you in terms of the game being a good game. I actually think – I agree with you that there's just a lot of questions with Minnesota, but I just – think I don't have a good feeling about the game for Minnesota because of all the turmoil. I don't know if Favre's healthy or not. I don't know if he's in sync with his wide receivers or not. So I'm going to say that New Orleans will win this game by at least 10 points tonight. I mean, tomorrow night. So wow. given that, yeah, that, that's my, my Sherpa prediction. That's what the Sherpa said. All so, right. All right, Sherpa. <laughs> given that, I would say New Orleans, you pretty much want to start everybody in the kitchen sink. I think you want to start Drew Brees, obviously, Pierre Thomas, Reggie Bush, Marcus Colston, kicker Garrett Hartley. I think you start the defense. The only guy I would really stay away from uh, for Minnesota, I mean for New Orleans, is Jeremy Shockey. And the guys that I would be on the fence with are the wide receivers, not named Marcus Colston. I just, I really don't know from game to game you know, who's going to be Drew Brees' favorite target uh, outside of Colston. Is it going to be Devery Henderson? Is it going to be Lance Moore? Is it going to be Robert Meacham, who a lot of people seem to like? I really don't know. So I would, unless you're in a deep league and you need a flex starter, I would stay away from those guys. But pretty much everybody else associated with New Orleans, except for Jeremy Shockey's is fair game for me tomorrow night. All right. I mean, I, I agree. I think you need to start all the Saints players because it would be crazy not to. They're too good. But I just think it's going to be a closer game because Minnesota's got so much talent and they've got a decent defense. But I, don't, I guess we'll have to see. <laughs> I guess we will. And that's a great thing. Um, one of us will be right, and the other one will have uh, will have to uh, cry in their milk then. <laughs> well, let's right. take a look at a game that's not going to be quite as exciting. <laughs> I'll bet it's closer, though. Uh, I I think you're probably 
right in that it'll be close. I don't know if it'll be close for her. <laughs> All right. And for anyone that hasn't figured this out, and you probably haven't in case you happen to have a schedule in front of you, we're talking about the Super Bowl preview game, the Cleveland Browns at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tongue planted firmly in cheek there. So what do you think of that one, Jen? Yeah. Um, I don't think there's going to be a lot of scoring, so I don't think there's going to be a lot of fantasy value. I don't think it's going to be that exciting. I don't have a lot good to say about this game. Um, I mean, it's the Browns. There's not a whole lot exciting going on there. If you're really Come on, the Jake DeLome era has started now. I I was just going to say, if you're really feeling confident and you've got two quarterbacks who need to start, maybe you you take a flyer on Jake DeLome. I think that's the only way I would do that. Um, maybe the only other guy I start is uh, Massacoy at wide receiver. But other than that, I don't think there's any fantasy value to be had. So you're not a fan of uh, Jerome Harrison's for that game? Um, I'm not really a fan of anybody for this game, to be quite honest. Wow. Um, sorry. No, no, there's nothing to be sorry about. Every Everyone's entitled to their opinion, and I'm entitled to be wrong, apparently. So, I yeah, I would, I would describe this game kindly as the bottom feeder bowl. I think both the teams, their defenses are potentially improved over last year. I think both of their offenses are likely to stink. If I were a Browns fan, I would not go out and buy a Jake DeLome jersey. Uh, I think you know, Cleveland is actually going to prevail here by three points in a low-scoring game. You wanted to say something about the I, I agree with you. I think Cleveland wins. I definitely agree there. All right. And as far as Tampa goes, I think there is some fantasy value there. I wouldn't start Josh Freeman. I wouldn't no. start uh, Kareem Huggins, who some people seem to be really high on now that he's their second-string running back. But Cadillac Williams, I think you start him. I think you take a chance on Mike Williams. As a wide receiver, and Kellen Winslow, to me, is one of the more underrated tight ends as far as fantasy goes. I know he's always banged up and he's got an infection or he's got you know a chip on his shoulder or something, but I, I think you start the guy. I think he's a really underrated fantasy tight end, and I also like Tampa's defense in this game just because I, I don't like either offense. So that's my take on that game. Anything more or should yeah. we move on? <laughs> no, I think we can no. definitely move on. But let's... The less time spent on that game, the better. Okay. So next up, Miami at Buffalo. Both teams have some shiny new toys to play with this season. What's your take Mm -hmm. on this one? Um, I'm actually really high on Miami just for the season as a whole. So I'm more apt to start a handful of these guys than a lot of other teams. I like Chad Henney at quarterback, especially if you're in a two-quarterback league. Even if you're not. I still may start him. I mean, Buffalo's defense isn't exactly going to be a firepower. Um, obviously, you want to start Brandon Marshall. I think you definitely want to start Ronnie Brown at running back. Um, maybe Ricky Williams if you need a third running back or a flex player. Um, I Maybe you get wild, and if you have their kicker, go with him. I, I, just, I don't think it's going to be that high scoring that you want to start the Miami kicker, but something to think about. What about their defense? I'm only bringing up the defenses because I figure most people, unlike you, tend to draft only one and therefore it's either use them or lose them. I'm the kind of person who drafts two defenses, so I have the luxury of deciding which to start. If you have the Miami Miami defense, you start them. They're not going to give up 35 points. 
it's not a bad pick. It's just not the best one you can make either. Javon Bess, any value there or, or no? Uh, I I don't think so. I don't think it's going to get that serious. <laughs> okay. All righty. I think. What about Buffalo? My, well, <laughs> what gems do you see out of there? My take on the game first. I think Miami, they've got their shiny new toy in Brandon Marshall, and they're all happy about him. And Buffalo's got their shiny new toy in C.J. Spiller, and everybody there's happy about him. This game, for me, is one of the more difficult ones to read this weekend, but I actually think that Buffalo is going to pull off the upset, if you could call it that, and, and win by a field really? goal, I think maybe. 20 to 17 or so. That's that's the Sherpa take on this I don't, game. I don't think it's even that close. Okay. I think Miami wins <laughs> for sure. All right. Well, I'm just giving you my reasoning here, and Go and as it. far as as far as I'd like for Buffalo, C.J. Spiller, I think is a pretty obvious start in this game because I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. I think the Buffalo defense is worth starting, and because I think it's going to come down to a field goal kicking contest, I think Ryan Lindell, the kicker, is also worth starting. I would not start Trent Edwards. I wouldn't start Fred Jackson, even though he's probable. I just think C.J. Spiller is going to get the lion's share of the touches there, and Marshawn Lynch wouldn't make it anywhere near my starting lineup either, whether or not he's in beast mode. <laughs> and Lee Evans, I'm, I'm on the fence about him, you know, kind of like what you said about Ricky Williams and some of the others. To me, he's the kind of guy, if you if you need a flex and you're in a deep league, then maybe otherwise I, I don't start him. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can agree with that. Only I would, he would have to be like, if you really have to start somebody, start him. Well, All right, shall we move I, on to I, one of the more interesting answers? Yeah, I think answers? we should move on. Let's do All it. All right. Cincinnati at New England. This definitely looks like one of the more interesting games on Sunday from, from where I sit. How about you? Well, there's definitely a lot of wide receivers with personality that are going to be on this field, that's for sure. <laughs> yes. yes. Um, I Cincinnati's got a lot of moving parts. I think that against New England, it's going to be a real test for them. I I don't think either of these teams is a huge, overwhelming favorite, although I think New England probably wins, but it, by the narrowest of margins, in my opinion. I think you have to start Carson Palmer um, because I think the Patriots' defense has a few question marks in it. I think you want to start Ocho Cinco for the same reason. Uh, T.O., I'm on the fence about. I I don't think you start in week one unless you're in a really deep league. I think there's other wide receivers out there that are going to give you more value, but it's it's a personal thing. A lot of people like the name T.O. and believe in him. I, I'm i a little disillusioned, I guess. Especially um, Eagle fans, I, they love him. <laughs> um, I'm just a disgruntled Cowboys fan, so... <laughs> I wouldn't go with uh, Gresham or any of their other tight ends. I don't think any of the wide receivers, other than Ochocinco, I'm in love with the idea of starting. Um, the Cincinnati defense, again, that's a real big personal choice. I think they're a great defense, but I think they're also playing Tom Brady, which is an issue for a lot of defenses. So uh, I think I, I might take a flyer on them and start them. If you have the choice between them and, say, a Miami, take Cincinnati. But that's just me. What do you think? And how about their kicker, Mike Nugent? You start him or no? Uh, 
I I don't love Mike Nugent. So I wouldn't personally, but I think he will get a fair amount of kicking opportunities. I think there could be a few field goals in his day. So it's a personal yeah, I Yeah, again, the kickers, it's pretty much a, a crapshoot. But <laughs> just because I think it's going to be a high-scoring game, I would probably start both the kickers in this game. Mm-hmm. I think this could very well be a playoff preview game here, but I think the Patriots are going to overcome all their contract dissension and all the other nonsense that always goes on there, and I think they're going to win a shootout by at least seven points. So, given that, I'm going to start Tom Brady. I would start Randy Moss. Even if he's questionable with a bad attitude. And I would start Stephen Gostkowski, too. I would stay away from all the running backs there. I don't care if it's Lawrence Maroney or Fred Taylor, Sammy Morris, Kevin Falk, Ben Jarvis Green-Ellis, Curtis Martin, Sam Bam Cunningham, you name it. I don't care. I don't want any part of that New England backfield. I don't want uh, Julian Edelman. He's questionable with a foot injury. I don't want their defense. I don't want any of their tight ends. And I'm on the fence about Wes Welker. Again, I think he's the kind of guy, he's got to show me first that he's healthy, and I don't start him again unless I desperately need a flex. Yeah, I I think Wes Welker is probably best if you don't start him unless you have to, just because he had a really traumatic injury. And I know he's made big progress, but he was, you know, almost started the season on the physically unable to play list. I just, I don't know how ready he is. And there's always that fear after you have a big injury like that, is your knee going to hold up as you're playing? Whether or not it's a valid fear, it's still there. And I think maybe that holds him back a little bit. And he also said the other day it's not 100% yet. So it's it's very rare for, for a pro athlete to admit something like that, although we saw that twice this week because I think Donovan McNabb also said that his ankle is still bugging him. But anyway, I, I, I just think we should take our lead from him and – and probably leave him on the bench unless you're really desperate or or feeling really cocky there. Yeah, if you're a New England fan, maybe you start him. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. That's true. (laughs) You can't can't play fantasy with your heart, though, if you want to win consistently. That's that's my take. So should we move on to another exciting game? Let's do it. All right, Indianapolis at Houston, two potentially high-power offenses and two kind of iffy defenses. How do you see that one playing out? Um, yeah, I, I mean, obviously, when you look at Indianapolis, you've got a couple of people that you're always going to start no matter who they're playing, in my opinion, like Peyton Manning, Dallas Clark. Um, Wide receiver-wise, I think you go ahead and start Reggie Wayne and Pierre Garçon, and if you need a flex player, look at Austin Colley. Um, I wouldn't start Anthony Gonzalez just because he's number four on the depth chart, and I just don't think he's going to get enough touches. Um, I Always go for Adam Vinatieri as a kicker. There's few people who are going to be more solid for you than he is. And out of the two... I think I would not start Indy's defense. I might start Houston over Indianapolis, but I don't like either of them as a defense option, to be honest. Yeah, I I agree with you. I I don't start either of them in the game either. And Again, this this should be a really uh, fun game to watch at the very least. I think Houston, they they really need to win a game. Pardon? 
I think it's going to be a very pass-happy game. I mean, you've got two outstanding quarterbacks and a whole plethora of receivers that are capable. I, I think it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, it is, and I think it's one of those games where Houston really needs to win the game against a quality opponent to get their season off on the right foot and convince themselves they're a playoff-quality team. I still remember last year the hopes there were sky high, and they came out and really laid an egg against the Jets in the opening game of the season. Unfortunately for them, I think the same thing is going to happen again this year. I don't think it's going to be as bad as their opener was last year, but I think they lose their home opener again this year, and I think Indy wins by about five points. That said, I think it is going to be a shootout, maybe 31-26 or something like that. So I'm going to start Matt Schaub. I'm going to start Arian Foster. I'm going to start Andre Johnson. I'm going to start uh, Neil Rackers, the kicker. As we said before, I'm going to leave the defense alone. I'm not going to touch Steve Slayton, who's probable with a toe injury. I love Owen Daniels for the season, if you can prove to me he's healthy, but given that it's the first week of the season, I I don't start him either. I agree with you there. And then two guys that I'm, again, starting in a flex spot maybe are Kevin Walter and Jacoby Jones, the wide receivers there. So this game, yeah, I know he's one of your favorite sleepers for the season, but given that he's not even on their in their starting uh, lineup yet, unless they go to a three-wide receiver set. I, I just think I, I don't start him yet. I don't have that confidence in him yet. I might if he, if he was a flex player. I might do it. Yeah, in a, in a deep league, if you're in a 14 well, to 16 yeah. team league, I could see that. But if you're in a 10 team or a 12 team league, then then I, I don't well, do that. You know, totally sidebar. I just. It only dawned on me the the other day why fantasy football leagues always have even numbers of teams in them. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I'm used to the fantasy baseball leagues. You always have, you know, it doesn't matter if it's 10, 11, 12, 13, 15 teams. And I was just thinking to myself the other day, why is it that fantasy leagues never had odd number of teams? And then it finally hit me, and then I felt like an idiot. Well, do you want to enlighten anybody that may have had that same issue? <laughs> no, I think they can probably figure it out. If I can figure it out, they can. So if, you, if you're not sure, tweet me and I'll respond to private. But other than that, I think we should just move on and then talk about Denver and Jacksonville. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sorry, I can't get over that. Um, but Denver and Jacksonville, I... I don't love this game. I don't I'm not enticed to watch this game out of all the players on both these teams. Um I I say you you probably start Kyle Orton because I don't love Jacksonville and I think he can put up decent numbers against him. Uh definitely I would not start Sean Marino because of this nagging hamstring issue. He's not really practicing a lot. He's all, I think he's going to play, but I don't think he's going to give you good enough numbers if you have somebody that's going to be able to put up, you know, mediocre numbers, I would start him over Noshan Marino. But that's just me. That may not be your preference. (laughs) Um, I would start Jabbar Gaffney. I would start Eddie Royal. I would start the Denver defense. I would not start their kicker, Matt Prater. um, And I would not start their tight ends. Uh, I just don't feel really good about any of them. Um, I think that's it, though. That's a fair amount yeah. of fantasy value for Denver. 
Yeah, there's some there. The the only the thing that gets me most upset and the reason that I would definitely not watch this game is that uh, we won't get to hear Gus Johnson yell, Stokely, at the end of the game this year, like he did at the beginning of the game last year when that ball bounced off Brandon Marshall's helmet and into Stokely's hands in the last minute of that Cincinnati wild. game. Pardon? I don't think that game. This I don't think this game will have the same kind of excitement that last year's opener did. No, I, I don't think so. I mean, neither Brandon Marshall nor Stokely are there anymore, so that play couldn't possibly happen again. So, no. Nope. Anyway, <laughs> enough of my uh, cogent analysis there. So, I think, yeah, I, I get, agree with you. These these are two teams that are probably going to struggle this season. I don't see this being a really high scoring game, even though I don't love either defense. I actually think Jacksonville is going to pull it off here and win the low-scoring game by three points at home. I like Maurice Jones-Drew. <laughs> what was that? I think you're crazy. I don't think Jacksonville can win this game. Well, it's the opening game of the season. If Maurice Jones-Drew is healthy and Denver's defense plays the way they did the last ten weeks of last season, I realize they brought in a lot of people, but I, I think it's definitely possible. I think Maurice Jones-Drew, you know, he has the... He has the potential to change a game by himself, especially if he's healthy, which I'm not sure he is, but he says he is, so that's good enough for me. I like their defense. I like Josh Scobie. Gerard, I'm on the fence about him. He's, again, to me, maybe a second quarterback if you need to start a second one, but I think he's going to prove to have a lot more fantasy value over the course of the season than people think. Mike Sims-Walker, somebody else I'm really high on for the season, but not necessarily for this game. And I'm definitely not starting Mercedes Lewis, the tight end, or uh, Mike Thomas, the, the second wide receiver there. So, again, this isn't a game like you. This game doesn't really excite me much. Nope. Not, Move on. Not a whole lot to get jacked up there about. Nope. Move on. Yeah. Yeah, let's look okay. at Atlanta and Pittsburgh. Yeah, what, what, what do you think about this game? How is uh, Big Ben's absence going to affect the Steelers, and is Michael Turner going to be able to return to his 2008 form? What's your take on this game? Um, I don't think Big Ben not being there hurts the Steelers as much as some people think it's going to. I like Dennis Dixon a lot, but um, I, Michael Turner is kind of – a wild card to me. I mean, I, it's hard not to start him. I think you have to. I don't know if he's going to be the running back he was two years ago. But, I, you know, this week's the first step to finding out. I think you have to start him. Um, I think whether or not you start Matt Ryan, though, is going to depend a lot on your on your league and your team. If you start two quarterbacks, you can start Matt Ryan. But if you start one quarterback and you've got a better option, I wouldn't start Matt Ryan against this defense. Um, I think you definitely have to start Roddy White, though. I would start Tony Gonzalez at tight end, uh, obviously Michael Turner. But I think you have to prepare yourself for the fact that they're playing the Pittsburgh defense and they're not going to give you the same kind of numbers they would if they were playing, you know, Kansas City. So it's the defense matchup's okay. I wouldn't start Atlanta unless, you know, that was your only option, um, just because it's the Steelers, it's going to be a low-scoring game, but Dennis Dixon's not an all-pro an all quarterback, so if you have their defense, it's not going to kill you if you start them, I don't think. Um, and I, I wouldn't start Bryant at kicker just because I don't personally like him a lot, but 
again, if that's your only kicker, you go with it. <laughs> he has a key to the city in Tampa after he kicked that 63-yard field goal a few years ago. How can you not like him? Yeah, we're not in Tampa anymore. <laughs> but how many kickers just, have keys to the city? That's so cool. You know what? Well, the Kardashians just got the key to a city. I, anybody can get one. <laughs> okay, I, I stand. I, well, you, you have to have a certain amount of celebrity, I suppose. I mean, we haven't been offered any keys to the city yet here at Fourth and Inches, but if there are any mayors out there, and I'm not talking about mayors as in Foursquare mayors, but, you know, mayors as a real town, of a real town or city, you know, feel free to contact us and we'll be happy to travel anywhere and accept your key to the city, and maybe if you're nice to us, we'll even do our show from your from your wonderful city. So that's a blatant plug you, for us. Do you want to tell us do you want to tell us about Pittsburgh instead of city? Oh, that's right. We, we were talking about football. That's right. I, we were. We were. <laughs> yeah. I, I actually think that the Steelers are going to miss Big Ben in a big way. And I also think Michael Turner will return to his 2008 form. It might not be his best game against the Steelers' defense. But, you know, again, we don't really know with the Steelers' defense what we're going to get this year either, although I, I tend to think they're, they always seem to be good. So I'm inclined to go with them. So I'm I'm not going to start Dennis Dixon. I'm not going to start the only guys that I really want to start and having to do with Pittsburgh or, or tight end Heath Miller. I think Dixon's going to be looking his way quite a bit as a safety valve. And I also want to start Pittsburgh's defense just because I think this is going to be a fairly low scoring game. Although I think Atlanta is going to win it by seven to ten points. I don't see the winner in this game mm-hmm. scoring more than twenty points. Say so. I, I think either defense nope. would be a Good play, but uh, we'll see there. Um, Richard Mendenhall, I'm on the fence about him. If you need him, uh, Heinz Ward, same thing. I don't love him. I stay away from Dennis Dixon, and I don't want anything to do with any of the other Pittsburgh running backs, and I don't want to start Mike Wallace, and I'm not starting Jeff Reed either at kickers. So, yeah, now that I think about it, this game actually sounds a lot more interesting to watch than it does from a fantasy <laughs> perspective. I think it'll be a good game to watch. I think you have a lot more value on Atlanta than you do on Pittsburgh, though. Agreed. Agreed. I just think there's, so, there's a lot going on in Pittsburgh, so it's kind of hard to say, oh, yeah, Dennis Dixon's going to be a solid quarterback week one. I don't think that'll happen. No, I, I don't either. And you know, at some point, Heinz Ward is going to fall off the cliff, too. Maybe maybe not this, maybe not this game, but I, I'm just not as high on him as, as some other people are. Uh, going into the season. So shall we move on to a game that will take us about 30 seconds to discuss? <laughs> yes, let's. All right, and that game, that game would be another potential Super Bowl preview, and that's Oakland at Tennessee. So why should we watch this game? Why should we care? Should we start anybody from Oakland on our fantasy teams? Uh, if you can watch any other game, I would watch that game. <laughs> I would not watch Cleveland and Tam- Tennessee. Which I would you rather watch, Cleveland and Tampa or this? Cleveland and Tampa. I think I'd vote for this. I well, all right. Let's let's look at what kind of fun fantasy value you'd get out of watching this game. <laughs> um, the only way I would ever start Jason Campbell at quarterback. Well, I wouldn't start him because I don't like him, but. Right. If you have Jason Campbell on your team and you're in a two-quarterback league, maybe you start Jason Campbell. And that would really depend on who your third quarterback is. But the only other guy I would like to start off Oakland is tight end Zach Miller. 
Otherwise, I don't think you waste your time. Don't start any of the running backs. Don't start any of the receivers. It's not worth it. Huh. I, I actually like Lewis Murphy and Michael Bush a lot this season, but I, I could definitely see taking a wait-and-see approach with those guys. They haven't proven anything to us yet, so so why bother? And I'm also a little more optimistic, I think, about uh, Jason Campbell than you are, but, uh, again, I understand why you don't It's kind of hard for me to get excited about him. <laughs> I'm not excited about him. I'm just trying to win a fantasy game, and I think he can help you do that with certain matchups. I'm just not sure this is one of them. So This is not one of them. What about uh, the Oakland D? Is Rolando McLean going to do enough to improve them, to make them worth starting, or no? Not this week. Nope. I wouldn't do nope. it. Uh, I how don't about think it's worthwhile to start. I don't think it's worthwhile to start the kicker either. You don't like see that? you have to. It's you don't not think that Tom Cable's like going to... I, I don't think there's enough there. I mean, what's what's this game at? Beth's going to get to 14 or 20 points? But he might kick a 75-yard field goal, or at least Tom Cable might send him out to try one like he did at halftime, or before halftime of that game last year when he seemed to, like he was trying to get himself fired. <laughs> so you don't want... All right, I'm done. I'm done with Oakland. <laughs> all right, yeah, I'm, I'm probably getting too much time in for the kickers. I just find a couple of these characters fascinating. So, Tennessee, you start Chris Johnson, you start their defense, you start Rob Baronis. I stay away from all their wide receivers. I don't want any part of Justin Gage or Nate Washington or Kenny Britt. Vince Young, to me, is a maybe. Again, to me, he's somebody that I think improved quite a bit the last six games of last season when Bud Adams insisted that when he was done flipping the crowd off in Buffalo and insisted on on uh, Vince Young being the quarterback again, I think that might actually turn out to be a good call. And Bo Scaife is another one that I might start in a deeper league just because I don't think any of their wide receivers are going to have a good game and he's got to throw the ball to someone and he can't throw it to Chris Johnson 20 times. So, eh, again, and I think I said Rob Baronis already, but eh, another plug for a kicker. Yeah. So I'm done with this game. Move on. All right, Carolina, Giants. Your your beloved Giants. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll I'll, um, I'll hold hold that thought. What do you think is going to happen here? Well, I think the Giants win as much as it pains me to say that. No, you're uh, just being I, you're just being a rational analyst. I don't all. think there's any way Carolina can beat the Giants unless you know everybody got food poisoning and the scout team started for the Giants. Like, I, there's just it's not even a question. Huh. That being said, um, I Matt Moore, the only way you start him at quarterback is if you're in a two-quarterback league. Uh, the Giants' defense is pretty good. I would not start Matt Moore unless you had to. Um, obviously, I don't think you can ever sit Steve Smith at wide receiver, and if I had to pick one of the two running backs, I'd take D'Angelo Williams over Jonathan Stewart. And... Defensive-wise, I would say no. Kicking-wise, I would say maybe. If you had to, go for it, because I think they're scoring more field goals than touchdowns in this game. But I, I'm not really sold on their their kicker, uh, Casey Casey. I don't even know his name. Do so you think That's Casey's going to strike out? <laughs> That's how unimportant he is to me. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I'm, the mighty... Uh, I'm not, I don't love him. All right. I actually disagree with you on a couple things. I think Matt Moore is a decent right. quarterback, 
and I think that um, both Williams and Stewart would be worth starting here. I, I love Steve Smith. I, I don't understand why he's falling so far in in drafts this year. I think I got him in the I fifth like round Steve of a draft last night. I, I do. I just it doesn't seem like fantasy players in general like him. I mean, this is a guy that gains a thousand years pretty much every year automatically, even if he beats up one of his teammates and gets suspended, or even if his quarterback stinks, or even if both of those happen in the same season. It just seems like he can pencil him in for a thousand yards every year, and I think this will be the start of another season for him. I, so I like their offense a little bit more. I think New York. I think this game is going to be a real shootout, and I think New York is going to win this by 7 to 10 points, and I could see the winner of this game um, scoring you know, maybe 35 points or so. So I like Eli Manning. I like Ahmad Bradshaw. I like the other Steve Smith, who's actually the only Steve Smith that went to the Pro Bowl last year. I like Hakeem Nix, and I like the kicker, Lawrence Tynes. No thank you for the defense, even though I think they, I agree with you they're going to be good this year. Brandon Jacobs. I would start the Giants' defense. I would absolutely start them against Carolina. Well, that's because you like Carolina. You don't like Carolina's offense, and I do. So it, it kind of follows, I think. And I, just, I think it should be said that I am a Cowboys fan advocating starting the Giants' defense. And I'm a Giants fan advocating not starting the Giants' defense. So what sense does right. the world makes no sense? All right. So um, Brandon Jacobs, yeah. Mario Manningham, yeah. Kevin Boss, yeah. I'm done. Interesting. All right. Let's move on. Of course, then. it's interesting. I said it. <laughs> Someone's getting cranky. That's <laughs> uh, uh, because somebody's well, getting. Do you want to? Are you ready to talk about Detroit and Green Bay now? <laughs> yeah, sure. If you want to see me cranky, let me let me hear what you have to say about Matt Stafford. So, anyway, um, go ahead. Go to it. What do you What do you see for this game? All right. So, since Matt Stafford is so important to you, we'll start there. I think you only start him if you're in a two-quarterback league. I, if you're in a one-quarterback league, I don't think it's worth it to start him. Um, fair enough. I know you're not going to disagree about that. <laughs> no, that's fair. He hasn't shown anybody anything yet. It, it's perfectly reasonable to wait until the guy shows you something. I just think his upside is, is pretty high this year. And uh, I, I just, I. Um, I love Javid Best. I, I've proclaimed that him? all over the place, all preseason. I would start him. Okay. I would also start Calvin Johnson. I would not yeah, start their defense. Not. I would not start their kicker. Nate Burleson, no. No, I just if I don't like Matthew Stafford, I'm I don't love this receiver. <laughs> Except for Megatron. <laughs> Obviously. I mean, okay. Who, can you realistically ever see an instance where you're going to sink Calvin Johnson? Probably not, no. Exactly. Maybe <laughs> if they were playing the Ravens or, or someone or the Jets. But, uh, yeah, not this week for sure. All right. Tell me what you think. <laughs> I think this game is going to be a shootout. I think Matthew Stafford will be one of the stars of the game. I think Chicago is going to win the game by 7 to 10 points. You start Jay Cutler, I start Matt Forte, I don't start any of the wide receivers except possibly Devin Hester, I don't start Greg Olson, I don't start the Bears defense, but I do start their kicker, Robbie Gould. So, 
that's that's what right. I got to say on this I can, game. I can agree with that. I'll get right. on board with that. Okay. So no further discussions about kickers for this game. Let's move on then. So how about Arizona? And now I'm less cranky since I got to plug my Stafford. <laughs> so you're, you're back in my good graces now. All right. How about Arizona, St. Louis? What's what's going on there? Um, I think it's going to be a very interesting game to watch. I'm excited to watch this, surprisingly, just because I want to see how these teams look since there's been a lot of overhauling. Um, in Arizona, obviously, I won our previous bet about Derek Anderson starting over Matt Leinart since Matt Leinart. You Leinert's still don't no start him in this game, do you? Uh, Derek Anderson, not unless you absolutely have to. Okay, there. I just wanted to I'm make sure you still about had. Starting, I'm not crazy about starting a lot of people in this game, but there are a few. Um, Such as? I think you have. I, I said I think there are a few people you can start in this game, but not a ton. I think you have to start Larry Fitzgerald. Um, and I think you can start both Hightower and Beanie Wells, although I would use them more in a flex capacity. Um, but that's just me because I don't think this is going to be a very high-scoring game. I would start Steve Breston, and I would start the Arizona defense. I'm not crazy about either kicker, though. Yeah, this this game is just... I, I agree with you, even though you won our bet, Derek Anderson should be nowhere near a starting lineup of any team that I'm going to play in, and I'll bet that by here, – here's our revised bet. I'm going to bet that Max Hall is the starting quarterback for the Arizona Cardinals by week seven, but since that doesn't have anything to do with – still going to lose. <laughs> no, double or nothing. So I think I think Arizona, much as I – hate to say this, I think Derek Anderson is going to be the quarterback for the winning team this week. I think they win by 7 to 10 points just because they have more offensive weapons, even if Beanie Wells isn't healthy. I'm not sure you do start him, but I still think they have too much for St. Louis. St. Louis, the only guy I want to start is Steven Jackson. You don't start Matthew, I mean, you don't start Sam Bradford. You don't start... You don't start Laurent Robinson or or Marty Gilliard. Maybe you start Danny Amendola or Brandon Gibson if you're in a deep league. You don't start Josh Brown or the defense. So, eh, not a lot to recommend um, for St. Louis in this game. No. I I think it'll be interesting to watch, but I don't think there's a lot of fantasy value to be had. No, which means why would we want to watch? Well, I actually like watching football for the enjoyment of watching football. (laughs) There's all there's always one in every crowd. <laughs> all right, well, how about reading? I'm, let's talk about this next game because I'm going to yeah. have to watch it living in a house of silly fans. <laughs> well, you're going to want to watch it because you're so high on the on on Aaron Rodgers. I do so love me some you, Aaron Rodgers. So, what do you think is going to happen in this game? Who's going to win? Um, I think Green Bay wins. I think they win by ten points. I agree. Surprisingly. Oh my goodness! What just happened? <laughs> I don't know. There's some kind of. There's probably some asteroid headed towards towards Earth right now that's going to make all these predictions <laughs> obsolete. But uh, go ahead. So, so who else? Who well, do you I think, start for Green Bay? I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be a good game. I think there's a good amount of fantasy value too. So we'll both enjoy it. <laughs> all right. Um, Obviously, start Aaron Rodgers. You always start Aaron Rodgers. I think you start Ryan Grant. I would say yes to Jennings and Donald Driver. I'd also say yes to Jermichael Finley. 
I I think Philly's a good team, but I think Green Bay's a better team, and I think their offense is going to overpower Philly. Yeah, um, how about I wouldn't start. I would not start the Packers defense. Um, if I probably wouldn't start their kicker just because I think there are a few better options, but I don't think it would be terrible if you did. So maybe go with your gut. <laughs> Well, I have a pretty big gut to go for, is go with, as we always say. But Mason Crosby, I actually like him, so I must have a pretty big gut. So, Philly, I I just think there's too much uncertainty with Kevin Cobb. I think yes, I start him in a fantasy league this weekend, but I just am not confident in predicting that he's going to lead that team to victory in his in his first uh, game as the as the real starter there. I mean, he's actually playing a legitimate yeah, I like, NFL. I like Kevin Cobb. I just don't know. I don't think they're going to be a playoff team this year. Uh, I, I think it depends on how good he turns out to be and how healthy they stay. I think LaShawn McCoy obviously has to rush for a lot more than 600 yards this year, but without the, the, the specter of Brian Westbrook hanging over the team anymore, I think there's a good chance that he could be a, a – Thousand yard to twelve hundred yard rusher this season and catch. Did you start him this week? Yes, definitely. I, I start Sean McCoy. I start Deshaun Jackson. I start Jeremy Macklin. I start Brent Selleck. I start David Akers. The only piece of Philly I don't start this weekend is the defense, just because I have too much respect for the Green Bay offense. I would only start Jeremy Macklin as a flex player if you had to. He had a really sketchy season last year. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> but your gut isn't as big as mine. Last year. Uh, no, it's not. <laughs> mine is but it's the second small. year he's going to be better. Um, we'll see. Yeah, I'm not even going to touch that. <laughs> All right. All right. So how about the San Francisco at Seattle game? There's this, this game to me looks like one of the more one-sided games of the weekend, but what do you think? Um... I, I'm not really excited about this game, although I do love Alex Smith. Uh, mm-hmm. I know I'm, I'm mostly in the minority about that, but I would start him. <laughs> I, I, would start, I would start Frank Gore. Um, sure. Receiver-wise, I like Crabtree, but short of that, I'm not thrilled with most of them. Vernon Davis? I... Yeah, if you had to, but I just don't feel like this is going to be a high-scoring game at all. So I would start less of anybody in this game if you have other options. Hmm. I I think we uh, the order has been restored. I think we disagree again, so everything's <laughs> right with the world again, in the sense that I actually think one of the two teams is actually going to score a fair amount of points, and by fair amount I mean at least 24 to 28 points. And I do think that's going to be San Francisco. I'm a big USC fan, but Pete Carroll era is going to get off to a disastrous start in Seattle, and I just I don't think Matt Hasselbeck has anything left. I don't know what's going on with their running back situation. Maybe you start Justin Forsett if you need a flex guy, and maybe you start Mike Williams, the wide receiver, if you're in a really deep league and need a flex guy. But no thank you for Matt Hasselbeck. I don't want Leon Washington. If you're a wide receiver named Dion on Seattle, I don't want you, and I don't want Golden Tate. I don't want their defense, and I don't want their kicker. The only guy I want is John Carlson, so I'm done. All right. 
I I agree with that mostly, except for the whole San Francisco scoring a ton of points thing. Otherwise, oh, we're good. I thought you were going to say you disagreed about the Dion thing, but we can. I'm, I'm glad you agree with me on that at least. <laughs> All right, so I'm now on. I'm excited to move on to our next game. <laughs> I'm sure you are. You'd rather not talk about Dion's anymore. You'd rather talk about the Sunday night game, which is your beloved Cowboys at the Washington Redskins. What do you think is going to happen here? Redskins. Um, obviously I think the Cowboys are going to win. I don't think it's, I, I think you're joking yourself if you think anything is going to happen to the contrary. Um, I, I would always start Jason Witten. I would start probably Felix Jones over Marion Barber just because I think he's got more explosiveness, but Marion Barber's more your goal line guy. So I think you can start either of the two. Um, Receiver-wise, obviously, I you want to start Miles. You want to start Austin. Um, what about Des? I, just, I don't. I don't want to start Des Bryant Week One. I don't. You didn't say anything him. about uh, Tony Romo. What do you think? Is he? What you? Is that just a given that you start him? For me, it's not because I don't particularly like Tony Romo. <laughs> um, really? I I think you have to start him because he's considered one of the higher-ranked quarterbacks. He's one of the better fantasy quarterbacks, I think. Whether or not you like him for your real-life team is another matter. I would would not. I I don't draft him to my fantasy teams. It's not something I do because I don't like him. But I think even if you're starting in a one-quarterback league, I think you start him. I think you have to. I just don't want to be the one starting. (laughs) And their kicker and their D was... There's too much risk there. But uh, I I would start their kicker. I yeah, I would start their defense, too. I think they're, they could be a top-10 defense, could be, and I don't think that Washington's offense is all that overpowering. So, yes, both. Yeah, I agree with you. I think there's just too much uncertainty and turmoil in Washington and too little talent there. I think Dallas is going to win this game in a blowout. I, I think they win by at least 14, and if they won by 21 or more, that wouldn't surprise me at all. So Washington, the only guy I want to start there is Chris Cooley. No thank you, Donovan McNabb. No thank you, Larry Johnson, Joey Gallagher, Devin Thomas, the defense, the kicker, Graham Gano. No thank you to all of that. Maybe if I'm desperate, I start Clinton Portis, and maybe I start Santana Moss as a flex. But other than that, I, I think this is going to be actually be a very boring game. Uh, I think it'll be awesome for me to watch, personally. But other people, maybe not so much. <laughs> not so much. <laughs> Do you want to talk about a maybe more exciting game then? I don't know if it's going to be more exciting, but it is a game that we need to talk about. So, so Rex Ryan oh. and his pardon. I said, "Wow, I think it'll be a decent game." Yeah. Uh, obviously, yeah. we're talking about the Baltimore and the Jets game. Uh, right. I, I think. Yeah. I, maybe it's just because you're a Giants fan. Maybe that's why you don't like this game. No, I, I want the Jets to do well. I've liked them ever since Bill Parcells changed them back to the old unis ten years ago. But I just, I think Baltimore is going to run roughshod over them. I think Rex Ryan is more talk than action. I think, you know, Darrell Revis is great, but I just don't see the the rest of their defense is a little bit banged up, and I, I think their offense is 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 terrible. I think they were given a gift to get into the playoffs last year, and. 
I just think well, Baltimore wins this game by at least 7 to 10 points. I don't think there's any way they could win it by more than 7 or 10 points. Interesting. If Mark uh, Sanchez Baltimore, plays the well he's capable of playing, I think they, I think he can. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> Fantasy-wise for Baltimore, um, I, obviously, yes, you start Ray Rice. I, I'm starting him. I have him on two of my teams. <laughs> I would not start tight end Todd Heap. I would out of all the receivers, I think you start Derek Mason or and or Anquan Bolden. And Bolden I'm not set on. That is kind of leave it or not for me. I just I don't think he's gonna have a huge game as much as everybody else does. Joe Flacco I like a lot more than a lot of people, so I always start him, but some people are thinking he's going to be overmatched by the Jets' defense. Um, eh, the Baltimore defense, I think you always have to take. I wouldn't take their ticker, though. Don't love them. All right. I, again, I, I just see Baltimore winning this game fairly easily because I just don't think the Jets' offense is is going to live up to, to anything. I think Baltimore still has a good defense in spite of some of the, the strange injuries they've suffered. So I, I just I don't see the Jets getting their, their, new, their new season in their new stadium off to a good start. I'll start Dustin Keller there, but I'm, I don't want any part of Mark Sanchez. Sean Green I don't think is going to have a good game against that defense. LaDainian Tomlinson, no thank you. Braylon Edwards, pass. Jericho Cotchery, pass. No thanks on the defense would, and kicker Nick Folk either. I would, start, I would start Sean Green as a flex player, and I might start Jericho Cotre as one too. Uh, I just, I think their defense, I think their offense is going to be so one-dimensional that Baltimore is just going to be able to shut it down. I, I don't think they have a prayer of doing anything against uh, Baltimore's um, pass defense, even though I know they're banged up. I just, I, I have zero confidence in Mark Sanchez, and again, this is coming from a big USC fan. I, I don't like Mark Sanchez either, so I'm not going to fight you on that. <laughs> At least I didn't call him that this week. I'm, I've learned. Yeah, you're moving up in the world there, buddy. I am, I am. <laughs> so, anything more on this game, or should we move on? Let's move on to our last game of the week. All right, and as is the custom now for the last two or three years, we've got two Monday night games on the first uh, Monday night of the, of the season. The second, the late Monday night game, is going to be San Diego at Kansas City. What's, what's your take on this? Uh, I... I think it's going to be very lopsided. I think San Diego is going to crush Kansas City. Um, I think Phillip Rivers, definitely you start. I think you absolutely start Ryan Matthews. I think you definitely start Malcolm Floyd at wide receiver. Uh, I would say yes to Antonio Gates at tight end. I think he may have one of the best tight end games of the week. Um, I, I would even maybe go as far as to start Darren Sproles as a flex player if you're in a really deep league. Um Definitely start their defense. Definitely start their kicker. There are a few people Malcolm I would Floyd? not start on this team. Yeah, Malcolm Floyd. Er, yeah, Malcolm Floyd. You want Malcolm Floyd Sorry. then? Okay. I would. Yeah, I, again, we disagree on this game. I, I have a little more optimism about – I'm a little more optimistic about Kansas City's offense. I think they're finally going <laughs> to show some life on offense this year. But I, I think San Diego should still win this game fairly easily, but I think it will be by 7 to 10 points rather than a total blowout. From Kansas City's perspective, I want to start 
Thomas Jones. I know that's kind of iffy, but again, San Diego's defense, they didn't look so great last year, and we'll see how they do this year. But I want to start Thomas Jones. I'll start Jamal Charles. I'll start Dwayne Bowe, and I'll start uh, Ryan Suckup. But uh, defense, no thank you. Matt Castle, Chris Chambers, Dexter McCluster only if I have to on uh, as a flex player. So that's that's my take on this game. I can agree with all that. I can get on board right. with that. I don't have much to fight you on with this game other than how it will actually end up. All right. So it will be interesting to see. That's that's part of the reason for giving the predictions, too. We can track how, how we do, and you can write in or tweet in and, and remind us who was right and who was wrong. So that will that'll be part of the whole fun. So we've only – Speaking of seeing who's uh, who's right and who's wrong, I just want to remind everybody that we still have a few openings in our second, fourth, and just fantasy football league that's drafting tomorrow night at 9.15 Eastern. So if you're interested, please let us know, and we'll send you the uh, sign-up information. Okay. And, <laughs> of course, you can contact us during the week at our email address, fourth, the letter N, inches show at gmail.com, or you can tweet That's us. number four, TH for fourth. Yes, I, I failed to mention that. That's why you usually say this, so go ahead. <laughs> Uh, or you can contact us on Twitter at the same handle. It's the number four T H N inches show, and we check that all week. We'll talk to you if you talk to us. If you have any uh, questions about who to start or who to sit, let us know. Uh, and again, let us know about the draft. It's tomorrow night, so please let us know soon. Uh, again, we'll be back here t- next week from 9:30 to 10:30 p.m. Eastern. All season, we'll be here. And uh, you can find us during the week as well on fantasyfootballsherpa.com. There's a blog, there's updated player rankings, and all kinds of cool information that you can personalize for your own league settings. Uh, So you can go check that out during the week. And next week, we're obviously going to look at all the week two games. We're going to see what happened during week one. We're going to talk about how I was right on all the predictions and the Sherpa was wrong. And uh, we're going to look at waiver wire recommendations, especially if, you know, you need a new kicker or a new defense because you didn't draft backups like I do. We're going to cover all that. We'll help you with any questions you have. You can call in and talk to us. I think that's it. What else do you have to add, Scott? (laughs) Well, we've got – we have a minute or two left. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to put spot. This is uh, our on-the-spot game here. So – Who's, who's your Super Bowl matchup before we start the season? Go on record and give me your Super Bowl teams and who's going to win. Uh, Green Bay, Indy, and I think that Indianapolis wins. All right, I'm going to take Dallas and Baltimore, and I think Baltimore wins. So oh. <laughs> we'll see. All right. All right, who's, who's, your, who's your sleeper for the year? Um, just give me one sleeper that you think is really going to – set the fantasy football world on fire this year that, that people haven't been talking about enough this year, this preseason. Does Kenny Britt count as a sleeper in tennis? Sure. Play? Yeah. I'm speaking Kenny Britt. All right. I'm going to go I'm going to go a little bit, I'm going to stick with the same position, go a little bit further south, and I'm going to take Tampa's Sammy Strutter. I, I really like that guy a lot, and I know he's not getting as much pub as, as Mike Williams right now, but I, I think... 
I think he's a guy that everybody's going to wish they had taken by the end of the season. So, so who's your rookie MVP, fantasy MVP for this year? Javid Best. Quick Javid Best. you got 10 seconds. Okay, Ryan Matthews is my my rookie um, Terrible this year, and, and Brett Favre is my bust. Good night, everyone. <laughs> Good night. Thanks for listening.